Hello, and welcome to episode number 205 of the Savvy Social Podcast. This is a show dedicated to helping passion-led online entrepreneurs and business owners learn how to use social media as a tool to grow your business. I'm your host, Andrea Jones, and I'm fiercely committed to helping you understand both the how and the why of social media marketing so that you can create connection, build community, and make your difference in the world. This podcast is brought to you by Sendable, which is the all-in-one social media tool that my agency uses every day to schedule posts and analyze our social media results. Try them out for yourself for free by going to onlinedrea.com slash Sendable. And I'll put that link and all the links we mention in the show notes. You can always find those at onlinedrea.com slash 205. So 205 for today's episode. Super excited for today's guest. We were just kind of talking in the green room about the power of the internet and how we've known of each other for a long time, but we don't know where or how or what. That's social media for you. Uh, But before we dive into the interview, quick reminder that if you're new, you definitely want to grab our free course over at onlinedrea.com slash free. It has everything you need to get started with your social media strategy from writing content to managing and measuring your results. We also have some goodies in there, free captions and Canva templates that you can just take and use. Yes, free, all for you. It's like the Costco sample version of our program. So gobble up your sample at onlinedrea.com slash free. Today, I have Shannon Claire on the show. Shannon Claire wants to live in a world where women don't feel shame for wanting more. As a multi-passionate entrepreneur, she is a sought-after international brand photographer for million-dollar brands. She's a mentor and a coach for women entrepreneurs who are in a transition into their next level of success. And with that, Shannon, welcome to the show. Well, thanks so much for having me. And yes, I love the power of social media and the online marketing space for meeting amazing people. And then, you know, who knows where connections can go. Oh, yes. It does feel magical. It truly does. So talk to me about how you got into photography. Let's hear your journey. Yeah. So from the time I was in high school, even, I knew I wanted to be a photographer And I always thought I wanted to work for National Geographic so I could get paid to travel to cool places and, you know, take my camera with me and just have fun. Um, It didn't work out that way, but it did work out in the end because now I get to work with the most amazing people and I still get to travel to really beautiful locations and take my camera and have fun. And so at first I started in the wedding and portrait world and I did that until about 2015. And 2015, I made the transition to brand photography. Oh, okay. Beautiful. So with brand photography, can you give us a definition for those people who are listening and they're like, how is that different from other types of photography? Let us know. Yeah. So I would say brand photography is trying to capture the essence of who you are and what your brand is in a way that is going to captivate your ideal clients and make them want to know more. It's going to create that connection. It's going to show your true personality and you know, you're using them for marketing purposes. So there's a lot of strategy that goes into a brand photo shoot versus like when I shot weddings and portraits, it was just an entirely different approach to a photo shoot and the way I thought about things and how I was shooting. 
Yeah. Okay. So I want to talk a little bit about that approach because it is a marketing tool, whereas a wedding is just, you know, remembering those fond moments of the day. So, you know, when we're approaching a brand shoot, what are some of the questions that we should ask ourselves to make sure that it really is capturing the essence of our business and helping us market it? Yeah. So I have a whole process I take my clients through, but I can give you some of the sample questions that I have them answer for me. Um, So you really want to know, what does your brand stand for? What are your brand values? And then collaborate with your photographer on how to capture those values, how to capture your stand, how to capture what you're all about. In your brand photos, we want to see your personality shine through, right? And so what types of personality shots do you need for the content that you're going to be putting out into the world? So for a lot of my clients, we're making different facial expressions. I'm having them use props to show, you know, what they want to post about, et cetera. Um, Some other questions are, you know, what type of images are going to resonate with my audience? And everything from like the colors, the style of the photo, uh, the location, what you're wearing. Uh, There's a lot of those, you know, small details that go into creating the ideal brand shoot. Oh, interesting. Okay. So I've done brand shoots in the past and I always find that the facial expressions piece is the one that I trip up on. And I honestly think it is part of my brand because it's like not quite perfectly polished and a little goofy sometimes. And so my face sometimes look goofy. Um, so for, for those people who are listening and want to kind of test this out, um, specifically with the emotions that we can share on social media, can you talk us through like what kinds of emotions we should be thinking about? Cause I'm always like, you know, smile for the camera kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Totally. And, and here's the thing, by the time we get to that part of the shoot, like my brand shoots are typically a full day affair. So I save that kind of stuff for later in the shoot. So my clients are already comfortable. Your guard is down. Like you're not feeling super awkward anymore in front of the camera. Um, And I just have conversation with you. So I think one of the best things you can do to be able to capture those emotions is to work with a photographer you feel very comfortable with and who understands brand photography. But for yourself, for your own, you know, mindset going into a shoot like this, Uh, some tips I would have pretend that your perfect client is on the other side of that lens and you're having a conversation with them and you're just having fun with it, you know? So some emotions I like to capture are like frustrated, um, thumbs up, you know, happy, lost in thought, um, sad, you know, you can do that many different ways, excited, you know, shocked. Let's see. Those are some of the main ones. And then as you think about what type of content you put out, you know, contemplative, actually, like, you know, it's kind of like looking off to the side, gazing, hopeful. So think about your own content. Everybody is so unique. And I actually don't do this for every single photo shoot. Not every brand would fit this, these type of images. But for most of my clients, I'm capturing that type of imagery. Okay. So as you're going through, we're not just thinking about the website. We're thinking about all of our marketing, social media, ads, newsletters, that sort of thing. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, unless you're having, you know, I guess it depends on the type of shoot you're having. If you're doing just a mini shoot for some quick updated photos, that's different than a 
a full on brand shoot. But when I'm doing a full brand shoot, I'm thinking of the website. I find out ahead of time, you know, like what images are we going to need for the website? Because that will inform me on how to compose the shots. Um, you know, what emotions are needed, what type of prop shots are needed, things like that versus social media where, you know, we need a wider range generally of photos, emotions, locations, outfits for social so that it doesn't become stagnant. Okay. I picked up on the word outfits as well. This is something I always get stuck on, especially as someone who works from home, because honestly, I'm in a t-shirt and pajama pants like half the time. Mm -hmm. Um, And having worked from home for eight years, I have like a handful of outfits that I can pull out. Um, And I actually did invest into like getting a stylist and getting that set up. So I'm curious for those people on, um, you know, no matter where they are in their business journey, whether they're shopping for themselves or they hire a professional, what are some of the things they should think about with what they're wearing in the brand shoot? Yeah. So I have a couple of tips here. Number one, working with a stylist is key. If you are able to work with a stylist, I highly recommend it. It enhances the full experience for you. And it just takes one more thing off of your shoulders (laughs) that you don't have to worry about. But something that's really important to keep in mind is you want to show up for your brand photos in the same way people see you online and when you're working with them in person. I have seen photos before where this woman had gorgeous, glamorous brand photos. And then I saw a live that she was doing at one point and I didn't know who it was. I'm like, did somebody take over her account? Like literally unrecognizable compared to the brand photos. I was, and, And she was a very high-end, well-respected coach, but that's how she consistently showed up online, like almost disheveled, (laughs) which is okay, you know, but there was so much incongruence, it kind of like turned me off. And that's going to happen with your audience too. If you're showing up in a way that doesn't actually represent who you are and how you you show up online for people, then there's going to be that, it's going to almost break the trust factor that you're trying to build. Now, that's not to say you can't get some shots in a you know glamorous dress if you don't always show up like that. Like there are definitely times and occasions for that. And I do some shoots where like we're really going over the top um, with more iconic brand imagery versus lifestyle kind of imagery. Uh, so there's a time and place for each type of photo. But as a general rule, show up how you're going to be seen anyways. I like that because uh, one of the the comments I usually get is people are like, oh, you're you're exactly like your pictures or you're exactly like the website because I don't want to be this like super glam person and have that disconnect. I should rephrase. I do want to be a glam person. Don't we all want to be glam? Like we have those moments. Yeah. Uh, but even if, you know, I'm in person and showing up for a speaking gig, especially after COVID, I don't even know if I can wear heels anymore. So I don't even know if I should have heels in my photos because I don't think I could ever wear them again. <laughs> so Babe, I don't wear heels anymore. That's so funny. Uh, and I'm going to be working with my own stylist like this month to refresh my wardrobe. And that's one of the things like I'm not wearing heels unless they are, I can walk a mile in them comfortably. Uh, but yeah, like even with my own, like I do my own brand photos. And so I even did photos in my loungewear, like in pajamas with my baby, you know, and I did that because I was thinking about content I wanted to talk about in my social media feed. Uh, but then I also put on like some dressier clothes that I like to go out in, you know, I think that it's important, again, to know what you want to talk about and choose your outfits accordingly. 
I find that to be such a relief (laughs) because um, I do have, you know, the nicer outfits where, you know, if I were meeting with a client in person or doing a speaking gig, then I definitely would choose those. However, that's rare, especially in the past two years. Um, It's been even more rare. So it's usually just a (laughs) t-shirt. And so I like that because I could just show up in a t-shirt. Um, Okay. So we've talked a lot about hiring a professional to do this. One of my questions is, you know, when we're looking around and trying to select someone to hire, what are some of the things we should consider as we're looking for that right person to capture our brand? So first and foremost, I always say hire somebody who specializes in brand photography. Um, And I kind of liken it to, would you go to a general practitioner doctor for brain surgery? (laughs) And that's a bit of an extreme example, but in all seriousness, I know for myself, having come from a more general, you know, photography world, it is such a different mindset and approach that I take. And because that's all that I focus on, I've become highly skilled at the process, at the photo shoot, at what I do. And so I would encourage everybody else, you know, this is your brand. This is an investment. This shoot should make you more money. So you want to make a wise investment with it. And I can't tell you, I'm going to say 90% of my clients come to me after having spent thousands of dollars on a brand photo shoot with unusable photos. And it's not always that the photos were terrible. It's that they're not brand photos. And so they send them to their web designer and their web designer is like, I can't use these. (laughs) Or they want to use them for social media and they realize like, this isn't actually what I need. So to save yourself money and sanity in the long run, definitely find somebody who specializes in brand photography. And look at other people's photos who you admire and ask them who did it, you know, um, get referrals. And once you have that referral, I always tell people, ask to see full brand galleries. Don't just look at their best work that they put out into the world. Like you want to know the scope of what does a full shoot look like? Do you have some galleries you can show me? And you don't need to be excessive with it, but I think asking for one or two galleries just to understand what you might get in the end is important to see. Um, I would want to know what their process is for creating your brand shoot. If they don't have one, that's a red flag to me. How much are they involved in the planning process? Are they booking your hair and makeup? Um, Do they help you with picking out locations? Do they help you with choosing your outfits and your props? Um, How many photos are you going to get from a brand shoot? All of these questions, you want to have like a checklist too. So that way you fully understand what you're getting out of the shoot. Oh, yes. Oh, this is good. I never thought to ask for the whole gallery before because I've definitely been in that experience where, um, you know, you do see the best photos and you're kind of wondering what the whole collection could look like. And I have the other side of it where there are some people who I follow on social media, you being one of them, where I'm always like, dream bucket list one day. I am going to do the full on, like, let's do it all brand shoot. Um, I'm envisioning somewhere tropical for some reason, but that's on my, that's on my dream list. I love it. And I love the, the idea of the gallery as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. Um, something that you just said, I think is important. Even if you can't do the big dream brand shoot right away, start planning for it now, just to get yourself into that mindset, into that vibe, because I am telling you, it is a transformational experience. It is not just about the photos. And so When you go to use those photos, the memories from that day and the feelings that you felt and the experience you had is going to be elicited. So if it was an uncomfortable, bad experience, when you go to put every photo up, you're going to relive that day. 
And I challenge you to even think about it on your own. Like if you're scrolling through your photos on your camera, maybe you see a great picture of your kids, but you know that right before that picture, there was a big family fight. (laughs) You're going to remember that big family fight. So it is about so much more than just the photos you receive. It is about who you're becoming. It's about a transformational experience. And it's about reliving those memories of that day every time you post the photos. So I have a question that may be maybe like just my personal curiosity that's here, Mm -hmm. but I have had several photographers over the years and there's one in particular who just like captures me the right way. And I can't even describe it. We don't live in the same area. um, But every time we're at a conference together, I book her for like a 30 minute or an hour, just like capture a few photos of me. Cause she just, she just gets me, you know, like when I look at the photos, I'm like, yeah, those look great. Do you know why that happens sometimes? Well, you're probably working with someone who is skilled at what they do. (laughs) Um, But also I know I can speak like for me and my clients, I feel a personal connection with each person I work with. And so when I'm coaching them through the shoot, first of all, by the time the shoot day comes, I've already spent a significant amount of time with them. You know, they feel confident, they feel comfortable, they feel like they're hanging out with a friend. And so you've probably built that rapport with this other photographer over time. And even with my own clients, every shoot we do, like it just tends to get better and better because I just, I know they're good angles. I know how to talk to them. I know, you know, what parts of their body they love, what parts they're self-conscious about and all of that goes into a shoot. So I think a big part of it, I almost hate to say this, but also some people have it and some people don't. It's like musical ability or any other creative gift that we've been given. Um, Yes. Anybody can technically learn how to be a photographer and properly expose a photo, but not everybody's going to have that gift of really being able to capture the essence of who you are. Yeah. It is like a little bit of an X factor because I've had the other thing happen where I way overpaid for a session, first of all. So I was already upset about that. And it was at a conference and they were just doing headshots Mm -hmm. and they're the worst photos taken of me ever. I felt like I was at that little studio in like a Sears with like the background. It was cringy. And I just didn't feel good that day. And then I felt rushed and the photographer was just like, okay, next. And it was like one of those situations where I was like, this definitely, there's like a vibe here and it shows up in the photos. And then the photographer himself, it was like, not anyways, I definitely agree. X factor. Um, Okay. So I'm curious about those people who are not yet at the place where they can hire a brand photographer. What are some of the things they can do in the meantime to still get great photos that they can use on social media? Yeah. So a couple of things, you can take your own photos. Um, Now I would not recommend using these types of photos on a website because you do want high quality um, photos on a website that aren't going to be pixelated, you know, but even for social media, Get into some really great lighting. Don't over filter your photos. Look, even I use filters sometimes, but I don't like to use filters that distort my face or that make me look, you know, perfectly polished. It's just like, if I don't have time to throw on any makeup that day, I might use a little bit of a filter, but it's about being authentic and genuine. So I'd say light on the filters, Uh, direct light is best. So like my window is over here. So if I were to want to take a picture of myself to post on social, I would face the window light directly. And that's because, Oftentimes, side lit photos are going to show every wrinkle, every imperfection. Like you can see this line here a lot better (laughs) because it's side lit um, versus it would be a little more diffused if I was front lit. 
this will also help you get to know, you know, what are your favorite angles? And I'm also going to say when you're working with a photographer, it's good to let them know that, but also don't become obsessed with like your favorite angles and trust the person <laughs> is taking the photo um, as well. But it's good feedback for a photo shoot. Another little trick I like to tell people is if you're doing your own photos, take video. So put your phone on a tripod and actually do video and just move around, like get into a position that you really like how you look and pause. And then what you can do is back up in the video and do a screenshot of that moment where you are paused uh, and use that for photos. So again, you're not going to be able to blow these up for a website, but for an Instagram or Facebook post, they're probably going to work pretty good before you get to that level where you're ready for a full shoot. The other thing, watch for mini sessions that brand photographers offer. I know like certain times throughout the year, I will offer a really inexpensive, like just getting started type of photo shoot. So people can still get some great photos of themselves uh, before they're ready to make that big investment. And a lot of photographers probably do that where you live. I like the mini shoot idea too, because then you can kind of get the person's energy. Mm -hmm. Because after talking with you, I'm like, there's definitely an energy that you have to connect, I think. That's one of the key things is connecting with the person who's going to be taking your photos. Being in front of a camera can feel so vulnerable. It brings out every insecurity. And you want somebody who can coach you through that, who will understand and not just brush off you know, what you're saying. I think it's important to validate people's concerns and understand them and then play to their strengths, play to their confidence and what they love about themselves. And when they see those photos, I know for my clients, they're seeing themselves in this new light and they leave the shoot 10 times more confidence when they walked in. And it's such a beautiful, magical thing. I love that. Like leaving feeling confident instead of feeling insecure about whatever things we all feel insecure about every single day. Um, that's beautiful. And I also love the the video tip. I have not tried that. Um, I'm going to have to try it and see. Usually my husband is my photographer if I need a quick shot. And I don't recommend it if that's the case for you. Um, I've been trying to train him for over eight years now. And it's still, it's, he's okay. It's rough though sometimes. So I, I may try the video tripod situation and see how that works. <laughs> Highly recommend and, and download a good editing app, like Adobe Lightroom. Um, so you can adjust the brightness and contrast and everything. You can buy presets for Lightroom so you can have a consistent look. Presets are like filters. Um, just Google Lightroom presets and you're going to get a ton. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, I love Lightroom because also being someone who has dark skin, sometimes you need the editing to make your skin color look normal and not Mm -hmm. either too ashy or like way too dark or anything like that. So I use Lightroom as well for that. Great tip. Yeah. So I'm curious about your own social strategy because I see everything on Facebook that you post. Um, Talk to us about how you kind of plan out your posts and how do you approach social media as a tool to market your business? I approach social media how I would approach a friend. And I try to be very authentic and real. When I'm creating content, I'm writing from the heart. In the past, I haven't been super strategic about it, to be honest with you. My goal is usually to foster connection and relationships because I'm just a connector at heart. And so I love to build my network on there. I love to build referral networks. And I like to inspire and uplift people. And so I'm not afraid to talk about what I'm selling because I believe in what I'm selling so much that like it would feel like a crime not to share that with people. 
Um, and I want every person listening to this to get to that place where they feel that way too. So now that I'm being a little more strategic, I am planning out around soft launches. I hate the word launch. <laughs> There's way too much pressure behind that for me, but I do have a mastermind I run and I'm also a coach as well as being a photographer. So some of the stuff I'm, I'm becoming a little more strategic with. So I actually use ClickUp um, and I downloaded a content planning template for that. So I will type my posts into there ahead of time. Um, you know, but again, it's whatever's on my heart at the time. And what I've done in the past is I have uh, my notes app on my iPhone that I have a folder for my social media posts. So every post that I type goes into there first. I'll type it up when I'm feeling inspired, even if I can't post right away. And then I just copy and paste it. And then I have all of that content to repurpose throughout the years. So that's my informal way of creating content. But behind every post is the desire to uplift and connect with people. Honestly, that's where it's at, y'all. I mean, you don't really need all the bells and whistles. You don't need all the tools. You don't need to post every day even. Just having that intention behind your content, um, having the passion behind it and showing up and, and sharing what you have to offer and truly believing in it. I think that's the power of it. Um, and you mentioned, you know, connecting and networking as well. I'm curious, you know, how, how you approach that on social media. Um, I know we're connected on social media and I feel like connected to you, even though I'm pretty sure we've never met in person, but I can't even <laughs> say for sure. I don't even, I feel like I know you. Um, yeah. So talk to me about how you approach kind of connecting and networking with other people. Yeah. So, you know, before I was ever an online marketer, I was a local business. So I was a master at going to networking events. I was a, you know, president of a local networking chapter for several years. Um, and I just, I genuinely enjoy fostering community between people. And so I approached the online world in the same exact way I approached the real world. <laughs> and that is, I, I will reach out to people for coffee chats that, you know, I just feel like it's a good connection. And it's never with the intent to sell. It's just, hey, I like what you're up to. Let's chat, you know, let's network. And I love to give referrals to people. So I'm constantly referring people and it's a great way to build relationship. I'm always looking at it as, you know, what value can I add to other people? And in doing that, other people always add value back into my life. And even if they don't, that's okay because that's not my intention behind the connection. So I think getting really, you know, and that sounds all good and flowery, right? But we are in business to make money. And so in the end, when you're doing these things, you do end up making more money. My business has been built on referrals. I'm a very high touch, low volume entrepreneur with both my coaching and my photography. And so everybody that has come to me almost is from a referral or, you know, like we're connected online. You feel that connection. Like I feel that connection to you. Eventually people get curious. They want to know more about working with me. And it's just about building relationships. I also have a very strong belief that the people I am meant to work with, the people that I am meant to be connected to, that I will be, and that whatever message I have to put out into the world is the message they need to hear. I love everything about that. Honestly, I think 
even for those of you who are listening and let's say you don't want to produce content, I think that's fine if you approach it from this angle, the value that you provide for other people, showing up and giving to them and knowing that anyone who's meant to work with you will work with you. It will happen. Um, That's such a beautiful thing to hear and a great reminder for all of us because it's so easy to get caught up in the hype of, should I be on reels? Should I be, you know, what, how long should my captions be? What hashtags, da, 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 da which I know we talk about a lot here on the show, but it all comes back to that connection piece, which I love. I love. Okay. So for those people who are listening and they want to take a next step in learning more about what you do, um, I know you have some free stuff that you can share with us. So can you please share what that is? Yeah. So right now on the website, I have my workbook. So when I am working with clients, whether they're photography clients or coaching clients, it's always about stepping into that next level version of yourself. Um, I don't have time to get into my backstory here, but let's just say it's not pretty. (laughs) And I've been able to build a beautiful life out of the ashes. And so I think any person in this world is able to do the same thing. And it all starts with having a really clear vision of what you even want your life to look like. So in the workbook, I take you through the steps that I, I still use this free workbook, by the way, like I use it on a very consistent basis. Um, And it's just a way to measure, like, this is where my life is right now in different areas of my life. And this is where I really want it to be. And this is what the next level version of myself looks like. And this is how I can start to embody and become her today, even before anything in my life shifts or changes. Because that's really the key. If you want to be, you know, this badass CEO who is like running her life, running her business how she wants, then you need to embody her uh, characteristics and traits and habits and mindset at your present day life. And so the workbook walks you through my process for that. And you also get a guided meditation that people just love. Uh, It's about 10 minutes long and it helps you to really feel into that next level version of your life in business. Beautiful. And I'll put that link in the show notes. Y'all definitely check it out. I'm going to check it out. I love good meditation as well. Um, so you can find that at onlinedrea.com slash 205. And where can people connect with you online, Shannon? Yeah. So Instagram is my favorite place to play. I am the Shannon Claire on Instagram. You can find me and friend me on Facebook. I'm just Shannon Claire on my personal profile there. And those are pretty much the two places I hang out. Uh, So if you want to get to know me, if you have any questions about a brand shoot, like you can always DM me. I'm an open book. I'm zero pressure with sales. So if you're just curious about what that could look like for you, don't hesitate to reach out. Yay. I love it. So I'll put both of those links in the show notes again, onlinedrea.com slash 205. Shannon, thank you so much for coming on the show. I appreciate the opportunity. And thank you, dear listener, for tuning in to this episode of the podcast. If you like it, head on over to Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Give us a five-star rating. It helps keep us at the top of the marketing charts in this category, which we love. And it's all because of you. Uh, Next week, I have Isabella coming on the show. She is a traveling love matchmaking guru. And we talk all about how she builds her business using Instagram. So you'll want to stay tuned for that episode next week. I'll see you then. Bye for now. 